What it do, what it do, what it do. This is your number one crew, and it is the new year. This is the first episode of the new year, and you are listening yes, to sir. Over the Ropes Wrestling Podcast. This is your guy, A. I don't even know. I'm just hype. I'm here to be here. It's hype for 2023, baby. Yeah, but this is your boy, Daddy, a.k.a. Mr. Mike Drop. <sighs> yeah, this is your guy, Jay, a.k.a. Mr. Rant. That's all I got. All right, so it's New Year, right? <sighs> Here we go. <laughs> so, hey, what's going on, everybody? This is your boy, Trey, a.k.a. Treyway, a.k.a. OTR Trey. A.K.A. Trizzy. A.K.A. Flea. Flea? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Alright, what well, is it? Yeah. A.K.A. Dust Mike. <laughs> Shout out to Killer Cam Dipset. Oh. Hey, man. What? What can you say? What can you say? What a, what a great new year for wrestling, ladies and gentlemen. Man, uh... Is it? But we're, we're is we're, it really though? We're not gonna start too fast. We're gonna go ahead and jump into this. Man. No, we're not about to start with this negativity. Uh, Mr. Rant over here is trying to put out. Hey, hey, about some, is it? Is it? Yes, it is. I'm not being negative. Hey, but man, <laughs> Tell right, is so, it? So we're gonna start off with uh, some acknowledgement for y'all. Uh, if you didn't know, of course it was on live. You know they only make big deals on live TV and WWE for. Uh, certain folks for certain people they gotta be high on the totem pole we're not going there today we just want to i'm one of them huh? i'm high on the totem pole <laughs> we want to acknowledge y'all benjamin man the gold standard yes sir it ain't no stopping me nah. first of all he's he not the, hit that. he's not the gold standard anymore until he comes back with the gold hair he's bald now so i'm the, just saying is he the bald standard see Oh gosh, he's low standard. So we went totally left with this already. Shelton celebrated his 20 year anniversary. Um, it was on a, it was at a live show, like a live event show, not on live TV. 20 years of doing nothing and collecting. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, really? <laughs> Come on, man. John Cena himself. I don't care. John Cena put in work. Said that. Shelton Benjamin is one of the most talented people he's ever seen. He, he said he told the story of whoa, Shelton Benjamin whoa, whoa. hopping on the top rope and just doing the damn tiptoe across it. First of all, I never said that Shelton Benjamin was not talented. Well, that's what I heard. I said 20 years of him doing nothing and collecting a check. You don't remember when he came out against Triple H on that Monday Night Raw? When was this? That ain't doing nothing. When was this? I don't know. Chris Benoit was still in the company. Exactly. <laughs> Tell me something well, recent that on. has happened in the last five Him and years. Cedric was tag champs as the Herb Business. Yeah, they were. When was this? Last year. This wasn't last year. Nice try. Keep going. Well, okay. 2020. 2021. Two years ago. What's up? Tell me something <laughs> recent. The only thing recent was him getting his ass thrown out of the ring by Brock Lesnar. In the Royal Rumble, what was that? That was two years, two, two years three ago. years ago. That was three years ago. That was his most memorable moment. Really? <laughs> see, man. Because really? I, I think him beating Bobby Lashley was. Jay, I thought, I thought the new year would bring a different energy, nope. but <laughs> he really, ran, he really, he, he's living up to his name right now. Uh, <laughs> Whatever. Okay. But you know, former Intercontinental Champion, former Tag Team Champion, twenty years ago, wasn't um, he a U.S. Champion? One, yes. 
20 years ago. You beat me to it. Okay. Um, you know, uh, was part of a dominant tag team back in the... Uh, team Angle. Yeah, back 20 in years the ago. Ruthless Aggression era. It was not 20 years ago, but... <laughs> Just want to hey, 17 years ago. Hey, Jay. Hey, Jay. Shoes. Guess what he said Shoes, please. He said he is not done yet. So he ain't I done just want to pay He's homage done. and, you know, good job. Hey, uh, shout out to you. Shout, shout out to you, SB. Shout out to you. Let's go, SB. What happened? No, the mic fell. Oh. Because he, oh. Uh, he, you know, I mean, hey, he freaked Jay's the game, negativity man. knocked the mic over. Hey, I'll What's take next that. on the document? Man, we go move forward. We go Jesus forward. Christ. Oh, man. Hopefully in 20 years, I can collect a check for All right. Nothing. All right. All right. I'm going to see what Jay got to say about this. Bianca Belair versus Alexa Bliss. First Raw Bianca of the Belair new year. Is, but Bianca Belair. What I say? You said Bell. Oh, my bad. <laughs> All right. I'm going to stop. Bianca Belair. <laughs> I'm going to say. You would have thought he was still drunk for New Year's. Shit, Bianca, be. Bianca Belair versus Alexa Bliss. <laughs> you, really, you really want to get my honest opinion on this match? Mm-hmm. It's I, a waste of fucking time, is what it was. <laughs> what you? How do you feel about the Uncle Howdy stuff? That was the only entertaining thing about that match. Really? Or, or so the, you missed the scary movie? Thank um, you. Um, sequence. <laughs> oh, you talking about when she started losing her mind and everything? No. no. The fight sequence. The fight when they was holding when he was holding her and then when she did the drop kick. Did the exact fight sequence from scary movie. Only interesting thing about it was when all the damn Uncle Howdy started standing up. Okay. That's it. So, uh, what about Bianca getting her chin busted open and having to get stitches? I mean, shit happens. Unless so, it got so her that, nose bust. So, that ties into something that's not on the docket. So, as you saw, her husband came out to help her. I he did later, like that part. He later had a match. Yeah. And his mind just... Was gone. He was not oh, that's, interested. That's the storyline that they're portraying now? No. My question is, do you think that this is the start to either him going solo or him turning heel? Bro, he... Okay, listen. Because I, need, I, I saw a recent picture. I of, need for y'all to get out of y'all minds that the Street Profits... I'm are, not... Or, or, hold on, hold on. Let me just... Uh, I need for y'all to just... Uh, for right now, I need for y'all to get out of y'all minds that the Street Profits... Are going to separate in some type of way, or one of them is going to get a solo run because it's not happening anytime soon. And yeah, I can't, I can't, why, I can't do that, brother. Only reason why it's not happening is because we've already talked about this. The tag team division in WWE is trash, and the only people holding it together are the Usos, the Street Profits, and shit. That's it. So you do realize that the Street Profits probably will never have another tag team championship opportunity while the Usos are tag team champions. The right? Usos aren't going to be tag team champions for too much longer anyway. Okay. Cuz I so, sw- well no, they're not going to hold they're not going to hold both belts because I really think that they're about to lose them to Sheamus and uh Drew McIntyre. So, all right. <laughs> you fast forward it. Uh, I'm just hey, listen. <laughs> but um you so got me riled up. Shit. So Cause I, I recently seen it, it. Of course, it was fan created. Uh huh. But they show Montez for it as the world heavy, the WWE world heavyweight champion with Sasha. I mean, uh, Bianca Belair behind him, and they went all black. 
heel heel faction. Once like, again, the well, hold, black hold on, hold on, version hold on. of Triple H hold on, hold is Stephanie McMahon. I want you to go back. Hey, I'm about to get a reality show. I want you to go back and I want you to rewind. And I want you to say that again. You saw something that was what? I said it was fan created. All right, fan created ain't happening. Fans, yep. <laughs> okay. This podcast is fan created. We fans, ain't we? Okay. And. That don't mean that the shit was well, a lot of shit that we say does come true. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That ain't happening. Okay. 2023. 2024, maybe. No, 2023, my question game. is, are they going to finally flip her before the rematch? You see what I'm saying? Because right now... She's going to go full, whatever she's going to yeah, go? Yeah, whatever is going on between her and Bray Wyatt, I feel like if they're going to do the rematch, it has to be with that version of Alexa, right? Because... But she turns during the match, like the lights go out, she comes is, back. It is going to be a turn during the match. Um, We'll see. There's going to be a lot exposed during Royal Rumble. You got to think. This is what one of the three top events of the year for WWE. I don't think it's going to be a turn during the match. I think that she's going to turn during Royal Rumble. Something's going to happen. You know, there's going to be a little segment backstage or something like that. And I think that she's going to kind of get flipped and turned like during that segment. Or it's going to be on the uh, Monday night before the Royal Rumble is when it'll happen. We've seen a reincarnation of Demon Finn during the match where he just came back alive. We will see a flip during the match. Hey, I mean, that's we the only had, way that she's going to win. Was that we had one Royal Rumble with the, what was it, the three faces of Foley? So, you know what I'm saying? It's possible. You never know. Could see it. I, I think that's when Bianca will. Or, or could you see her facing Bianca? This, this right here. Ooh, ooh. Ooh. Anyway, <laughs> could you see her facing? Because you already know, if she faces her, it's going to be probably before the women's Royal Rumble match, right? So, could you see her facing Bianca, losing under her current persona? Okay. Mm-hmm. Then she gets flipped and she enters the Royal Rumble under whatever was going on with her with Bray Wyatt. And then she wins the Royal the Women's Royal Rumble under this new persona. Very much so. Same. I could see that happening. Very much so. Um, Never know. Okay. Well, how about this? So, during the match, we saw two figures pop up. Mm-hmm. One that distracted Alexa and one she didn't pay attention to. They had a mask on. Who do y'all believe is Uncle Howdy slash uncle harper or do you believe there is two of them or just an uncle howdy there's gonna be two there's gonna be two versions so when you say who is it gonna be do you think are you saying that you think it's somebody that's on their active roster right now or do you think it's somebody that's been gone for a minute and they're gonna return as this i just want you to tell me who you think it is it doesn't matter if they're currently there going to be there used to be there who do you think it is i mean i feel like the most obvious choice is bo dallas mm-hmm. but i, I kind of feel like at this point now that's a little bit too obvious oh question question i was watching the video i sent it to y'all 
the dude said that he heard a rumor that Uncle Howdy could be Edge. Do y'all believe that could be it I don't, at all? If it is, I don't want to see that. No. No. Yeah, I don't want to see that. Because Edge is supposed to be coming back to fight Finn in a uh, Hell in a Cell match at Royal Rumble. Yeah. Okay. So, no. And hey, then, what is... Uh, uh, um, he's injured, right? Matt Hardy? Yeah. And no, he's on AEW. He's on AEW. He's on AEW. That's he right. Fought, he, he, fought on, like yeah, he, he just oh, fought on AEW. I was going to say, because like, you know that him and Bray Wyatt had right. that thing going on. I feel like that... It's Bo Dallas. It's yeah. gonna be Uncle Howdy. Y'all ever heard of Vincent and Dutch? Yes. Yeah. And I feel like that Vincent, the one with the locks, is gonna be Uncle Harper. Cause they already uh trademarked that name, Uncle Harper. So do you think that it's Bo Dallas or do you think it's this Vincent and Dutch? Or do you think it's all three? No, that what we saw on that SmackDown was definitely Bo Dallas. What about the two? You think so? Because okay. I kind of feel like he was a little bit taller. And a little bit like Bo Dallas has never been that kind of wide. Like okay, so the one person we ain't seen him in forever though. So that is true. He might have changed his body. Well, the one that was in the ring that Sister Abigail Bray that was Bo. The one who came out and just stood at the top of the entrance that wasn't Bo. That was somebody else. Yeah, that was somebody else. I mean, because you know we you know how WWE is, and they got the Bro, random prop people. I call them prop people. They they, they them, use as yeah. the security people. They and gave stuff an like. Easter egg though, because the version that we got in the ring, you had the mouth part cut out, right? Yeah. So that was a Easter egg. Like, can you figure it out who it is? And when you look at it, the same mustache line and edge up and all of that, it's identical to Bo Dallas. I mean, yeah, he hit one hell of a sister Abigail though. Hey. I'm so. talking about, oh, that was just like Bray. At first, I was like, oh, man, that's Bray Wyatt. They just did a, uh, a swap. Yeah, they did They did one of those quick swaps, but I was like. Kind of like when no he possible. set the dummy on fire? Mm-hmm. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> they like going back in history, man. Cheeks. Anyway. Y'all ain't got no cheeks. See, I was about to say, y'all on the lifted cheeks. <laughs> She's trying. She's trying. I respect her hustle. Mm. All right, so Mm-mm. we. <coughs> what? It's definitely a hustler. She hustling so what? Much she ain't got so, no cheese. Just put that in. I forgot to mention that. We're gonna talk about that. Now. No, let's talk about it now because it's already up. All right, so fuck it. All right, now. cool. Let's talk about it now. So first of all, how do y'all feel about Charlotte being a 14-time champion? It's not even a 14-time champion. It's this how... is this is the shit that I'm talking about. This is the shit that makes me hate WWE. Right. They did it when uh, the man came back with Becky, Becky. and Bianca, yep. and now they just did it with Ronda. The shit is stupid. Yeah, I mean, clearly you can tell. Why would she even accept the match after she went through another match? Right? Ronda, and then they tried to make well, it sound like, oh, her ego got. This nah, is the word on the street is that um, Ronda's pissed at it. Ronda wants out. Yeah, I don't blame no, her. She wanted out before man, this I match. I don't know. I mean, if she did... You know she just got that new deal for that video game. Yeah. Yeah, I heard that she was pretty much done with WWE. I mean, at the end of the day, Ronda doesn't have to wrestle. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, she came and she did what she wanted to do. She became the women's champion. Multiple times. She's had her Royal... Her, her, I mean, her WrestleMania moment. Multiple. You know what I'm saying? Like, she doesn't really need to be there wrestling. And my thing is, like, you put... Okay, don't get me wrong. Because we spoke about Charlotte coming back. 
I told y'all she was coming back. We, we thought that agreed. I thought that she was coming back Royal Rumble. Did y'all? No, I told. Did I not no, say she was coming back on Friday? We had a conversation and said before the new year what was going to happen. And I said Charlotte was, was going to be an back. appearance. And I said Charlotte. Charlotte had been at the shows forever. Yes. Yeah, she had been. Backstage. I didn't think that she was going to come back and wait and, and sit there and issue that dumbass challenge to Ronda. And think that Ronda was going to be dumb as hell to say, okay. No, but can we talk about Ronda's promo prior to that? When she was talking to Charlotte? What the fuck did she say? I don't know. She said something about when you were at um, SummerSlam. What the? I don't know what she said, but it sounded so stupid. Oh, she was talking about when she was backstage at SummerSlam or something like that? She was saying something that was, it made no sense. And I really hope that she doesn't leave because I I would like to see her and Shayna just like go ham as like women's tag team champions. I don't want to see that. I would because it would at least give the tag team championship some spotlight. No, I'm done with Ronda. I do, She's not okay. a wrestler. Okay, I I'm do not think, done with Ronda. I do think that if they did decide to put Ronda and Shayna in the tag team division, I think that that would bring more light because right what's now, damage control doing? Damage control with the tag team. They getting beat up by one person. I done understand nothing. that they need. Well, they won that match. They won that match, but they were still they getting beat up. We're going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about that. I got a rant. But <laughs> if you put the title, if you put the tag team titles on Shayna and Ronda, you just put your tag team division back to the same spot that it was. Because guess what? You're going to hold them shits forever. Well, it don't matter clearly it don't matter because they don't have nobody to fight i was about to say yeah so why so you might as well so you might as well have it on somebody that you can promote with i'd rather see it on ronda and Shayna versus. look i love everybody everybody knows that everybody knows that i love eo sky and dakota kai is cool but if you are going on like what's the shit that they uh gotta deal with what is it uh the shit john cena always on um good morning america or um the, the, the Today's show, Today show yeah. you could sell the tag titles more with Ronda and Shayna because of Ronda yeah, more you than you could. can with Dakota and EO. No, you so could. if nothing else, since WWE loves promotion and loves star attraction, at least do it for that. Since you don't have anybody for them to fight, you can at least get some promo out of it. Yeah, you should have did that before you let go to two top superstars. That I just, I just hate the way that they, they don't hate. No, what I'm saying is that I just hate the way that like they let Charlotte come in and just do whatever the fuck she wants to. Like it's just But it was somebody doing what they want to do against somebody that does what they want to do. That's true. It was Ronda versus Charlotte. But I'm just saying though, it's like You think, pick one. Just think about it. Like, yeah. When it, it, I think what I'm so annoyed about is the fact that matters that like within the first what two years of Charlotte coming from nxt she has six championships she has six championships like they made her like a four or five time women (laughs) champion within the first two years hell she was a she was a three or four time champion with the what the two months she was going back and forth with sasha Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and now they made her a 14 time champion come on man like that's crazy how long did it take rick flair to get 16 titles his whole life. His whole his fucking career. His like, whole life. And his daughter has won it in how many years? A quarter of that. Charlotte's been in WWE now for what? What? None, let's not say WWE because we're not counting NXT. So let's say when she finally debuted and she came over to they the count main NXT show. Now. I know, but I'm just saying <laughs> when she finally came over and she came to the main show, she's been here for what? Nine years now? Eight or nine years? Mm-hmm. 
in an eight or nine year span, she is a 14 time champion. Come on. Shout out to the Ric Flair documentary on uh, Peacock. (laughs) 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 I would have respected a lot better if she came, she challenged Ronda, and then she fought Ronda this upcoming Friday and then beat her. Yeah. I would have respected that a lot more. Not same night. But not not the same way that Becky beat uh, Bianca at SummerSlam. Like, come on. That was just... How they tried to sweeten the pot is she hit a spear and then... Did she hit a spear or did she hit a big boot and then she tried to pin her and Ronda kicked out? Yeah. So that's she, how they she, rolled, to, she rolled her up. Yeah, that's how they tried to sweeten it up to make it oh, seem like and Ronda still had some fight in her. I meant to I, I meant to bring this up. Uh, remember when we were talking about the spears? Yeah. We didn't bring up Charlotte's. <laughs> I don't like it either. Because it's not a spear. I was about to say, it is. I just wanted to say. All right, so it's moving on. All right, moving on. <laughs> moving on, moving on, Patty moving King. on. All right, so the day before um, New Year's Eve, we had a show. And we talked about uh, John Cena's return. Mm-hmm. So John Cena's return happened. Yep. What we all expected, him and Kevin Owens won. Yep. What do we uh, think about John Cena's return? First of all, John Cena ain't do shit that bad. First of all, I want to I want to talk about that ball, ball spot. spot. <laughs> <laughs> hey John, my man, dude, love you, but you gotta let it go. Peacemaker is my show. <laughs> gotta, let, gotta let the ball spot go, boy. They ain't just, I guess it was because of the helmet. That thing, that thing gone. Well, I wasn't gonna bitch you that, but that's a good one. What I was gonna bitch you is the fact ball that spot. they caught it live of John Cena coaching the spots and coaching the tag, dude. You've been away that long yes. that you got to coach it? Yeah. Slow down. Slow down. Slow. Slow. Yeah. Slow. Don't get up. And then the referee is telling Roman, don't get up. Yeah. So Roman's almost up, and he falls to the ground. Yeah. And then they both yell out, tag. And then there goes the hot tag. I was just like, listen, listen, okay? It, it was a year. It was, it's been over a year. Alright. So I get it. He the rust, I mean the, you know, he's all the way rusty. They're, they're, he ain't rusted like, all year. Yeah, he's stiff as shit. Like <laughs> nah, uh-uh. Was it exciting seeing him back? Yes. Do I think that if he really decided like he wanted to make a run full time, he yeah. could do it? No, he ain't never gonna do full time again. He's going to do... When I say full-time, I mean part-time. I mean, yeah. What I'm saying is that he's going to do the same thing that Rock did, right? Mm -hmm. He'll probably come back if he ain't got nothing going on. You won't see him on every show, but you'll see him maybe every other show. Yeah. Whatever it is, whatnot. Every three But his matches are no longer going to be like 15, 20-minute matches like he used to do. You know what I'm saying? We're going to see eight, nine, maybe 10-minute matches tops. When it comes down to John Cena wrestling, until he gets some of that confidence back, because you know, even with the uh, 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 the five knuckle shuffle, he was still looking. Yeah, he was still looking. What's up? What's the number six? Well, well, you don't even do that anymore now. Yeah, that was a. I feel like that was a one-time thing. Well, the thing about it is, what what they didn't practice is because they only had a week and who knows where he was he probably showed up that day it was supposed to be a double uh five knuckle shuffle 
Yeah. But KO didn't know yeah. to bounce against the wall, you know. I mean, bounce against the rope. So, I mean, exciting, cheap pop, hooray, way to end it's, the new It year. was a, definitely a cheap pop. It was definitely a cheap pop. Yeah. But I think a lot of people aren't realizing the significance of what happened on Friday, mm-hmm. right? Because if you think about it, Friday night is the first loss for Roman. Whether he got pinned, pinned or, or not, not yeah. it is officially the first loss for Roman in over 200 and something days, I think it is. Yep. So... The that story is, for them, yeah, de- that match definitely had an impact, yeah. Because what that does now is you make Sammy enemy number one. So I, I want to see how this is going to play out tomorrow. Tomorrow, mm-hmm. because is this the setup for Roman losing one of his titles? I kind of think it is. I kind of think that it's time to, you know what I mean? Like, Roman has held on to both championships now for what? He's been a... 840 days Well, no, like not including the Universal. Oh, you said both? Saying, like, when he finally got the... It's been over a year now, right? Uh, yeah, almost. He got it... It Wasn't it before WrestleMania or was it WrestleMania? WrestleMania. Okay. Yeah, so, it was title versus title. Title versus title. So, yeah. yeah. All right. So, so about a year. Mm-hmm. No, so, so, I think it's been over a year. It's been over a year. That's what I thought. It's been over a year because he yeah. fought Brock Lesnar or yeah. whatever and beat him. So, yeah. it's been over a year. It's been almost two years now coming mm-hmm. up on it. Coming up on two years. So, coming up on three years as the Universal title holder. I think that it's time to go ahead, let him run with the Universal. Let's get the WWE Championship back over on Raw. Mm-hmm. And then see where it goes and see how what they can do with this bloodline storyline with him dropping one title and then the Usos dropping one title. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. It was it was alright. The match was okay. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I agree with y'all. So, final thing on WWE tonight. Seth Rollins, Seth freaking Rollins went against Austin Theory for the US Championship and there was a point in the match where it looked like Seth may have hurt himself with his knee but then if you keep watching the match the knee injury somehow just magically went away nah he what he did so I rewatched that he sold the injury that's all he did he didn't sell it yeah he did he didn't sell that shit he didn't sell it so he he tweaked it right and so he felt he felt it getting gimpy but then you know he stretched in was like let me keep going let me try to keep going full speed because if I harp on this, knowing that it's the same knee that he injured before. Yeah. So he went full speed. And when he came off the top and he landed, that's when it completely gave out. Because after the match, he had to he get walked out. Fell in the corner and he threw up the X to the referee. So, okay. Do I think that he tweaked it? Yes. I, I'm not going to say, I mean, all the high flying that he does and everything like that. Yeah, he tweaked it. But do I think he sold it more than what it really was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I think he sold the injury a lot more than how severe it was. You know what I mean? I kind It's kind of like, you know, whenever we roll our ankles. Yeah. That shit feel like it's broke. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't put no weight on it mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Can you sell it as a worse injury than just a rolled ankle? Yeah. I think that he really sprained his knee one good time you know what I'm saying and I think that 
He used it as an advantage, and I think he sold it. Did he really need help with getting back to the locker room? Yeah, I mean, they had a hell of a match. It probably was the best match of the night. You know what I mean? From <coughs> everything that was going on. So it was a good championship match. I think that Austin Theory is getting a lot better in the ring. And a lot of that has to do with what he's doing with Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I haven't heard any reports well, come out with him or any, like, if it's a bad he, sprain um, or anything like that. He so. was scheduled for an MRI uh, yesterday. Um, so they're just waiting to see what the verdict is. Okay. See yeah, see, it. I didn't even see that. Because it was, went for it was the, the same knee that he tore his ACL. Well, they could have just been doing it out of precaution, you know what I'm saying, just to yeah. make sure. Yeah. I mean, I do have a question. Um, after after y'all finish, what I gotta say about this, I do have a question about. Well, uh, I was the last thing titles. I was gonna say is, if Seth is hurt, what impact does that have on Cody Rhodes' return? Well, if the rumors are true that they were supposed to restart the Cody Seth rivalry when he comes back, it has a great impact because now you got to try to figure things out. Well, I don't him versus Theory. Would you say him versus Theory will be a thing? He no. calls out Theory. I think what that does is instead of them restarting the feud, okay, it depends on, like we said, the level of him being hurt. You know what I'm saying? If it's something that's going to put him out for a week or two, no. Yeah. If we're talking about Seth Rollins out, torn, whatever, and his knee won't be competing for the next couple of months, I think what that does is that kind of throws Cody Rhodes more at winning the Royal Rumble. So if, if Seth is out long term, the only thing that I really could see is uh, even if Cody doesn't win the Royal Rumble, there's a big chance that he'll be in like an elimination chamber qualification match. Yeah, exactly. An elimination yeah. chamber. Win elimination. Well, chamber, that's why I said. That's why I think the feud is going to end. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because. Whoever wins the Royal Rumble is supposed to fight for the Universal title. Yeah. And the Elimination Chamber is supposed to fight for the Royal That's what I'm saying. So, if let's just say Cody comes back, Seth's good to go. I feel like they're going to have that match, Royal Rumble, right? And then it'll kind of build up and the, the, the conclusion of it will be Elimination Chamber. Because we already know Elimination Chamber is going to be filled with previous champions and then it's always going to be that one underdog that gets in there as a wild card type thing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And even though Cody is not a previous champion, it's still Cody Rhodes. So he doesn't really count. And he's not that underdog. So, yeah. I mean, because think about it. When Cody had his run, it was supposed to be Mustafa Ali. Mm-hmm. But he got injured. Yep. And then Cody came in there. Kofi. Or Kofi. Yeah, Sorry, Kofi came in there, and then Kofi stole the show. Yep, and it catapulted him to, you know what I mean, that title run that he had. Right. So my question now, and we can keep this brief. Um, when it comes to championships being defended on free TV, would y'all prefer that it's the mid card titles? Like, would y'all like to see if, let's say, this match went regular and no shenanigans happened and Let's say Seth Rollins won it clean. Mm-hmm. Would you do y'all appreciate uh mid card title matches on free TV as opposed to waiting to hold those to uh premium live events or pay-per-view? Absolutely not, because what we got, we've already got a taste of something phenomenal happening at a live show, and that was AJ Styles winning the WWE championship. 
It was the U.S. Yeah. Was it U.S.? No. Yeah. no. He beat Kevin Owens for the U.S. title at uh in uh no at it a just live won the WWE Championship on the on the live on the live event. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so here's, here's <laughs> it might have been the U.S. I, I think it was the U. I'm pretty sure it was the U.S. Here's but what whatever. I have to say about it. Okay. My point. My question still remains. I, so when it comes down to free TV or the live televised events or whatever it is, what exactly are you looking for? Is my question. I would like to see the championships defended more on the live, the televised shows. Okay. Uh, now, granted, we already know that whenever they do defend them nine times out of ten, titles aren't going to change hands, not, right? Not significantly. But there always got to be that one time yeah. on a live television where you get the WWE Championship or the Universal Championship that changes It just makes the show a lot better. Right. You know what I'm saying? All right. Before you keep going, pause. Okay. These events always happen at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. AJ Styles beat Kevin Owens for the U.S. Championship at a live event in Madison Square Garden. That's the only place that happens, it seems to be. Yeah, but, well, it's MSG. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. But okay. I agree with what you're saying, though, because um, remember the whole controversy with WCW when they were like, Mankind's about to win the championship tonight? Yeah. <laughs> well, this is the thing, though. So I think it kind of ruins the fact, and I think this is going to end this session because – we always see the mid card defended on TV. That's true. We never see the mid card defended in pay per views. No. The, when was I, the no, last I, time the Intercontinental Championship was defended you, you, at a premium live? You are event? right about that. Crown Jewel. You're that's right because about they they that okay that's a money fluke right there. Yeah, you no, have to put that they match had in to, there. All the titles were defended. At I'm Crown talking Jewel. about a U.S. based premium live event. When's the last time you seen a mid card title? Besides the one with Bobby Lash, besides War Games, because yeah. War Games, you got significant people in that match. Yeah. You had Bobby Lashley and Seth Rollins. You're gonna put that if they're qualifying for it and they're at the top of the roster as the big names. You're gonna see it defended, but when you got somebody like let's just say it was Mustafa Ali and Ricochet going for the Intercontinental Championship, they're gonna put that shit on SmackDown before the premium live event or the pre-show. Yeah. No, I agree with you because, I mean, think about when Shinsuke had, the, I mean, he went months. Months. Without, it was months without a, a title defense. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's so weird to me because you had more tag team championship matches at uh, pay-per-views. Because uh, fuck that. I never call it a premium live event. So you had more tag team <laughs> So you know what it is. You just refuse to say it. At a pay-per-view. <laughs> Because remember, the Usos had their stint where they were constantly defending it against the New Day. And yep. then they had a stint where they were constantly defending it against Street, Street Profits, Profits back-to-back yeah. on on uh, uh, pay-per-views and stuff like that. And then we were like, well, wait, Shinsuke is just sitting backstage with Intercontinental Championship doing nothing. And right. remember, at one point, they were putting Shinsuke <laughs> in tag team <laughs> matches. With Sammy. With Sa- yeah, going for the tag team and titles Cesaro. and stuff like that. Yep. All right. So, I mean... Well, we ain't gotta stay too long on that. Let's uh let's go ahead and move on. All right, so AW. I don't know if anybody watched it last night. Mm-hmm. No. We have a new TNT champion in Darby Allen. He beat Samoa Joe. Two times. Thoughts. I said that well, remember I said I I don't know. I can remember saying about Darby Allen. Remember I said that I feel like he was the next person that was gonna be 
Yeah, we had a discussion yeah. because we were saying that who would want to get like a push? Yeah, or something we, like we that. said Warlow should be fighting for the main title. Yeah, and Darby Allen is a solidified. The conversation was: Will Darby Allen be like world heavyweight champion, or would he be in mid card? And then we said that was he gonna beat Samoa Joe? Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm happy for Darby Allen. I think that it's a fantastic push for him. As the TNT champion. And I feel like Samoa Joe kind of took the TNT title to another level, seeing that he was both the Ring of Honor television champion yeah. and the TNT champion. So I felt like that. Well, he didn't need to be small, a dual champion. The anyway. small term. Well, and the fact that they about to really start boosting Ring of Honor exactly. in 2023. Gotta get their own TV deal. Yeah. So, you know, Samoa Joe, what he did with the title for the uh, short time that he had it. He's and he's great. still the Ring of Honor champ. Exactly. exactly. I and think, I, I think that his time is better focused on pushing Ring of Honor. Yeah, and I feel like somebody, somebody's, I feel like Samoa Joe should be fighting for a big title. Me personally. Eventually. Yeah, but Darby oh, Allen. Oh, he's going to go up against, uh, what you call it? I want to say shout out to Darby Allen because. For him to be. When that, he lost to CM Punk, yeah, I was yeah. like, okay, I get that. I understood it. I wasn't really upset about it. But I was like, ever since Darby lost his TNT championship, it kind of seems like if he wasn't tagging with Sting, he was always in these feuds, like these uh, group feuds, or he would be losing these solo matches, and he was kind of losing his luster. Yeah. But. And then the fact of the matter is, it was in his hometown. Yeah. You know. See, and that's I where AW that. does things different. Yeah. They you let know. people win in their hometowns. Mm-hmm. You know what it is? You know what I think it is when it comes down to Darby Allen? I think that. Darby Allen is one of those individuals that doesn't mind taking a bump. And they he needs to put some more weight on if he's going to keep doing that. I, I what I'm saying is that I feel like AEW uses him. He needs to start eating some steak sandwiches. In a lot of these scenarios because I feel like he likes taking those bumps. He, does. he like, is he, the modern day Jeff Hardy. Yes. Yeah, he's the modern day Jeff Hardy. I can see that. He's a modern day. Like, I agree with that. Look at him, his fighting style, his stature, his 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 wit, his wittiness. Like he's the modern day crash. Oh shit. Crash <laughs> Crash Bandicoot? Crash Hardy boy. No, Holly. Crash Holly. Holly. Yeah, Crash Holly. Crash, crash Hardy. used to take bumps, boy. Yeah, I don't boy. care anybody said. He, he did. Oh, what's uh the 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 Dudley's brother? Spike. Spike. Spike used to take hella bumps, dude. All right, so the question is, with Dari being the champ now, um, where does he go from here? It gives. Do you do you see? Do you, do it? Does he, we don't have to really get into it. Do you have anybody that you officially want to see him fight, or do you just want to see how it plays out? I want to see how it plays out. I want to see how it plays out because Darby, even though he's the champion, he's still the underdog. Yeah, you saw Sting was getting in his ass, trying to light a fire under him, yeah. and then he won, and then Sting came out and they embraced. Yeah. Yeah, is is no, I I want to let him play it out, but I what I, I told y'all before what I want to see from AEW is now that Darby has that TNT title, I could see him being more of the kind to just do random matches for it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I mean, shit, Orange, like, Orange, like, Orange Cassidy's like already open challenge. Open challenge Orange type. Cassidy's already doing that. I mean, I'm just saying though, I could see him <laughs> being the person to do that. So I would like to see him kind of do that and they they can pull some more people you know what i mean because i was talking about it what we want to see in the new year and i kind of want to see some new faces mm-hmm. okay so i think that's where they can capitalize on that yeah if right. they did do it so jd <laughs> your boys 
the acclaimed. That I don't, I don't know the rest. <laughs> that shit is so all. I'm not scissoring you. I don't care what you say. I'm not scissoring you. The acclaimed <laughs> against Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. What did so we I, think? I just, I just want to say, yo, you fucking slap nuts. <laughs> hey, I just want to say, for him to be a rusty old prick, that bug is in fighting form. Who? Jeff Jarrett. Oh, uh, Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. Boy, he in fighting form. I was actually kind of, kind of impressed by his, you know, subpar actions. Whatever, man. I never. Crazy thing is, as much of a um, wrestling fan as I am. And I'll admit that I have taken a break at times and done all this. I never fully understood the history of Jeff Jarrett mm-hmm. really? within wrestling. I knew it, but I didn't know how deep it went. Uh, I knew that he had a lot of... I knew his hands and his family was in the hands of a lot of things. But I didn't realize how deep it went. Yeah. And now I just like... I don't know. I was like, you okay. think about it. I understand. Jeff I get Jarrett it. Leaving, <laughs> he started TNA. Jeff Jarrett leaving WWE was almost i would say second to when hulk hogan rolled out and went to wcw you know yeah. what i'm saying like that's how and jeff jerry flip-flopped three four times no, between jeff, wcw no, and wwf that's what i said jeff jerry was another one that flip-flopped on like he flip-flopped just him, like rick flair. him and rick flair flip, mm-hmm. flip-flopped <laughs> like they just whatever but i mean can you blame them i mean they're paid athletes Woo! so i feel like i wouldn't have no loyalty to one brand anyway or one company anyway you know what i mean it's, it's like anything else with any other sport now whoever's paying i'm going so when i looked at jeff jared when i was growing up right i thought of him as being the demon love child of the honky tonk man rick flair <laughs> Like, oh my god, his 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 fucking um promos in WCW when he was trying to be Ric Flair, yeah, trying to join the uh four horsemen, them shits is legendary. Yeah. <laughs> you think that man he, he was with NWO I, for a little bit? I know like, this is never gonna be, you know, I'm not the popular one when I make certain comments and everything like that, but only when it comes to Jericho, <laughs> Jericho, whatever. <laughs> I was gonna say something, I'm gonna keep it PG. No, um, Jeff Jarrett. Was never in my top 10. Mm-mm. Me either. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he might have been... Was he top 20 for me? He might have been in top 20. He was in top 50. But, I mean, like, I... I, I was never a Jeff Jarrett fan I like that growing up. I don't think Jeff Jarrett in ring was as good as people made him out to be. Right. You know what I'm saying? I think Jeff Jarrett came with a higher legacy... Because of what he's done for the industry. Yeah. He's good on the mic. Pause. Yeah, of course. (laughs) But I'm just saying, like, I think, like you said, he started TNA. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Some of his promos that he did in WCW, some of his promos he did in WWF or WWE now, whatever. I think that is more what he's known for Mm. versus... His matches. Him wrestling. You know what I'm saying? Him being one of the all-time great for the intercontinental champion whatever i'm gonna keep that opinion to myself you know what i'm saying because oh I yeah just, he do got mad intercontinental championships yeah <laughs> but i i kind of blame it on the times yeah you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. because if jeff jarrett was wrestling in our era i don't think that he would be a multi intercontinental champion as he was 
you know, back Man, then. Even if he was, he's definitely a better heel than face. If he was in ruthless aggression, he wouldn't have made it a month. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, okay. Let's relax. <laughs> what? Let's relax. No, I don't know I about that. Would, no, I think he would have. Have you seen some of the people that was in ruthless aggression era? Yeah. He would have made it. Hold up, hold up, because some of them people stemmed and they were trained. You don't first. think he was better than Renee Dupree? <laughs> Hide and Reich. <laughs> like, come on, man. What are we doing here? <laughs> Those Chris Masters. Hey, now, hold up, hold up. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whoa, I went whoa, there. Whoa, you will I not went there. the masterpiece. Thank yes, you. yes, the hell I will. No, you won't. No, you won't. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> no, you won't because and it's not even disrespect. Chris Masters <laughs> created something that was almost impossible. With the to hurt, do. the hurt lot. If we talking about, if we talking about the <laughs> Attitude Era. I put Jeff Jarrett in the same league as Test. And Test fought for world championships. Test was in um, elimination chamber matches. Test dated Stephanie. Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> That's the only reason why Test was in those matches. Like, what are we talking about? Test, Test did this thing. I would not let y'all disrespect the, uh, the legacy of Test. Yeah, R.I.P. <laughs> Shit. What about Prince Albert? He was a fucadactyl. No, hey, listen. <laughs> Prince Albert did a lot of shit for WWE. Hey, back and then he back. snitched he on Mandy. And and then <laughs> he got snitched too. And then the song <laughs> that he did in New Japan. Hey, yeah. listen. He's on the. Listen. When he came back as a, uh, uh, what was his name? Tensai. 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 Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah, man. <laughs> I'll find somebody good. To All right, you put on here. Uh, Jeff, Jeff Jarrett's name is Chris Jericho. You put on Jeff Jarrett versus Kurt Angle. That's a, that. that so the whole talk about uh talking about Jeff Jarrett stole his wife. <laughs> so they're wow. re- so they restarted that, right? At least in TNA. And they've been using that in the AEW promos because the claim they had a rap about it. The video oh, the music video? The music video and when they came out last night, you know, he was throwing salt on Jeff Jarrett's wife. So of course there were there were tweets and everything like that that was coming up. Um one specifically from Kurt Angle bringing up the past and everything like that. What'd he say? It was just saying how how spiteful companies are and pretty much that Jeff Jarrett and Dixie Carter had everything to do with what happened between Karen Angle and Kurt Angle, right? I believe but, it though. But Jeff Jarrett went on podcasts and he was like, so it's been 10 years. He was like, the only reason why I haven't spoke on this is because of Kurt Angle's kids. But this is 10 years too long and you're still talking about it. So let me let the bag out. Let me let the cat out the bag. So the cat out of the bag is, is that y'all were separated before you came to TNA. You brought her to TNA. You were already dating somebody else. So me and her hooked up. Nobody else had anything to do with it. And then Karen Angle went on Twitter and said three people that Kurt Angle had an affair with that was in WWE. Dawn Marie. Um, y'all know y'all remember Dawn Marie. Hell yeah. yeah. Uh, damn. Use my phone. I had I had to Candace that. Michelle? I don't know. No. Dawn Marie. Kelly Kelly, Kelly and, and uh, I forget the third one. I believe Kelly Kelly. Yeah, Kelly Kelly. Yeah, I can believe Kelly. Yeah, Kelly. Barbie. So that's that's the main ones. I just I just thought that you know that that was definitely uh, shit. The last one was probably like Tori Wilson or some shit like that. Yeah. So like even oh and see what I mean? That's what I'm talking about. So even that's what Darby Allen's used for. So Kurt Angle was trying to come to AEW around the same time that Jeff Jarrett was coming. 
So word on the street was that Kurt Angle was trying to um, interfere in Jeff Jarrett getting signed with AEW. Okay, let's be honest. All right, here, here's my issue, right? Should I go on the rant? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's the new year. It's the new year. First show. First show. Let's go. Here's my problem with all go. of this. I love it. Right? You got two old-ass people that just can't let it go. <laughs> That's my problem, right? One, nobody want to see Kurt Angle stiff ass around her. He can't even stand up straight. Right. He's okay. bad, boy. Nobody wants to see his ass rolling around the ring with anybody. Mm-hmm. Jeff Jarrett's ass. Don't nobody want to see him wrestle any. It's almost as bad as watching Sting hey. wrestle and the rest of these old ass. I've still put it on the level as Ric Flair's 70 ass, 70 year old ass wrestling. Okay. Hey, Jeff Jarrett told Kurt Angle he can see these hands. I mean, nobody wants to <laughs> see it. They wanna, need to let it go. And this see, is the You don't want to see Jeff Jarrett no, versus Kurt Angle? No. I don't. No. That, I that's what I'm saying. No. I will stop watching wrestling if I have to see another one of these old ass, old timers. I swear to God, it's almost as bad as. And I love, don't get me wrong, I love them. I don't want to see Mark Henry. I don't want to see Big Show. I don't want to see none of them in the ring anymore. Let it go. Okay. Find a nice spot in the back office or like Sting is doing beside Darby Island, which I still don't want to see Sting in the ring wrestle anymore. Like, I'm tired of it. I feel like one more, uh, uh, what's this finishing move? Stinger. Uh, yeah, Stinger, uh, whatever the hell it is. Scorpion Death Drop. Scorpion Death yeah. Drop. Yeah, and Sting's twice. ass is going to dislocate his hip. Okay. And we ain't going to talk about Kurt Angle because Kurt Angle is going to fucking dislocate every goddamn thing. (laughs) All right. I mean, he's already shaped like a question mark when he stands. (laughs) So I don't want to see him wrestle no more. Okay. All right. So our last uh, thing for the night. So Wrestle Kingdom 17 happened. What's the day? The fifth. It happened two days ago on the third. At three o'clock in the morning. Three o'clock in the morning. So Wrestle Kingdom 17 from the Tokyo Dome. I know what everybody's gonna think we're gonna talk about. We're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about that last. We're gonna talk about first. Uh, how y'all feel about FTR losing all their championships? They just lost uh, the New Japan title that night. It puts them in competition for the AEW Tag Team Championship. I never or liked, I've never liked FTR, so I don't really care. <gasps> or you didn't like them as a revival either? No. Or it Damn. opens up a door. Forbidden. Mm-hmm. Mm. To what? To they're re- not coming back to WWE. They burnt them bridges. Vince McMahon burnt them bridges. Bridges no. are never burnt in WWE. First Vince of all, McMahon burnt bridges. Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon did burn those bridges, but the shit that they were talking afterwards, I feel like they added the last bit of dynamite on the bridge but guess where what? it's unrepairable. Everybody, everybody who has left or was released under the regime of Vince McMahon have always said that Triple H had my back. He called me. He checked on me. He supported me. If Triple H ran the company, I would come back. Everybody says that. I get. I get what you're saying. I everybody just don't says think that. that. I don't think that FTR or the re- well. You know what? I'm. I'm gonna take that back because honestly, I didn't think that we would see uh, uh, Gallows and uh, what you call it back in Gallows and so, Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. So the fact that they're back in WWE, you never know. We might see the revival or FTR or whatever the hell they want okay, to come back if at. anybody, if anybody comes back who have been released and they took on a new name, they're not getting rid of that. 
they're not getting rid of their new name. They're keeping. You think they're coming back as FTR? Yes, absolutely. I mean, like I said, if they come back, I, but I know that there's going to be a shit ton of clauses in those because contracts. Because I, I remember so when Cody left WWE, he was just Cody. He wasn't. He was dashing Cody. He first started as dashing Cody Rose. Then they scrapped the last name. He was at Cody. When he came back, it was Cody Rose because that was his name with AEW. That was his name in New Japan. Everybody that's coming back, like even there's rumors about Matt Cardona being in the. Uh, well, Cody's different because I, Cody I trademarked it. all his shit after he left. Everybody trademarked and one. Their his name is Cody Rhodes anyway. Yeah, and then also two. I mean, he took on the American Nightmare persona right after he left anyway. That's what he was on the Indies. Yeah. So. But even Matt Cardona, supposed to be in. There's rumors about him being in the Royal Rumble. He's supposed to come back as Matt Cardona and not um, Zack Ryder. Zack Ryder. Zack Ryder is gone. Gone with the win. Yeah. They killed it. So I feel like that if Triple H manages to get people to jump ship after they have been thrown overboard, that he's going to keep their name. Like, ship overboard. Yeah. Keep going. Okay. So you put on here um, Leo Rush busted open. What does that mean? Okay. So, first of all, I've always said that Leo Rush was, if it wasn't for his obnoxiousness with, when he was uh, with Bobby Lashley, that was a diamond in the rough. Lashley. Who, Leo? Lashley. Leo I feel like Leo Lashley. Rush was, was on you, the level. Are you saying Leo or Leah? Leo. Leo. It sounds like he's saying Leah, and that's what keeps no, throwing me Leo off. Rush. I know who you're talking about, but I'm just saying it keeps sounding like you're saying Leah. Boy, you got to hear it right. That, you've been to South Carolina. Leo Rush. South. There you go. Again, Leah. Leo. <laughs> but anyway, he was one of the most talented people to step in an NXT ring and WWE ring. He was, I wouldn't put him on the level of Ricochet, but he, he could have been there. He could have been there. Is he on the level of Reggie? Absolutely. Yeah. But here's my thing about it. Okay. I like Reggie. There's one thing that I feel like no matter where you're at, once you get on that bad side, it kind of ruins your career. And it's the same. He thing was already on the it, bad side when he made that 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 improper joke about Emma getting kicked yeah, out the company, yeah. saying she wasn't ready for Oscar. And then Kevin Owens and Peyton Royce and everybody else that fucked with Emma well, was going at him. So once you get <laughs> once you get that bad rap in the locker room and you start pissing people off in the locker room, it's a rap for you. It's hard to get it and back unless you go overboard to get it back. Because Enzo could have been something great. Enzo had the crowd. Yeah, I don't care what anybody say. Yeah. Enzo and Big Cash, and I'm pretty sure Enzo might have been a cool dude, but yeah. it's just his his, it's, it's his personality and his attitude. Yeah. I think he got a little too big for his britches. Enzo, yeah. if and you Big ask Cash me, should and, and still to this day be running the tag team division. And it wasn't even like his talent; it was his mic skills. Yes, man. he he was his promo skills yeah. were. I mean, you if Enzo was still in WWE right now, I would probably put him. Probably in the top five when it comes down to cutting promos. Oh, yeah. Like, off gate. Like, he drew the crowd in before he picked up the mic. Yeah. Right? And the shit that he said didn't even make sense. Mm-hmm. But it sound good. And that's... Bada boom. How you I'm doing? doing. <laughs> <laughs> but Leo Rush, man, he... 
he took some bumps um at wrestle kingdom 17 like this man like his whole eye was pretty much shattered shattered and he still was high performing they say he had one of the best matches of the night so yeah all right so in a passing thought no disrespect to this man carl anderson lost his open weight championship to tamatanga mm-hmm. all right so shout out to tamatanga all right bloodline all right and then <laughs> hold uh, on that's haku's bloodline that is not that bloodline <laughs> all right and then um switchblade jay white lost his uh new japan world championship to uh okada yes now I don't think it was one of y'all. I had somebody text me and they said, does this mean that Jay White is now going to WWE? What's your thoughts on that? I said no. <laughs> I said he could still be going to AEW, but do I... y'all think that he's going to... I don't know. Before you go, I don't know if his... I don't know. I honestly don't see him working in WWE right now. Not right me. now. For me. I don't see it. Man, you never know. WWE needs help. They need help, but they need help. I don't know. But I feel like they don't know what to do with somebody like him. Mm. They had somebody like him with Adam Cole. What they do? They let him go. Vince let him go. But you know my problem. Dan Bryan wanted that, to leave. The the problem is that Vince granted his wish. Yeah. The problem is that <laughs> one. I'm gonna keep. We gonna talk that. about Vince at the very end of this. I, keep, I <laughs> we ain't got time for that. We gonna have to put that on next. Episode. No, what I'm saying is that you know it'll be quick. They got rid of a lot of these wrestlers and they clean house and stuff like that. But at the same time, they should have cleaned house with some of these writers that they have. Yeah, I feel like WWE puts too much money and they put too much faith in these people that are writing these storylines. Shout out to WWE for uh, putting up that. Um, that application for new writers yeah i almost applied <laughs> you so, should have i don't got eight years experience as a writer <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's about time that they did that because i feel like it's time for them to get rid of some of the old and bring in like some fresh minds so what i say about is Jay, he going to wwe i don't I, think so not right now i'm 50 50 no i'm 75 25 75 aw 25 the only reason why I say that is he has, I could say, unfinished business with people in AEW, and he kind of fits better. Um, I don't know where he fits. The only thing that could possibly happen is that he could be in a faction with... Seth Rollins can only fight so many people, bro. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well he, could, he could be... He could be with Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson since AJ AJ's AJ's hurt. hurt. Well, I kind of feel like a lot of people are opting more towards AEW because they can still do shit on the indie circuit. Yeah. And he can still fuck with um, the elite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I kind of feel like that's where WWE is really lacking when it comes down to getting some of these big name people that are out there right now in New Japan and the indies and stuff like that. Weren't WWE supposed to be cutting a deal with an indie promotion? They were supposed to be, but I still haven't heard anything about it. We don't know yet. Mm-hmm. But I think I think that's where AEW kind of has a slight edge when it comes down to people signing with them. Because, I mean, who would turn that down where you get a check from AEW 
And then you can also go and get a check from fighting in New Japan or whatever other promotion that you want to go to on the side, as long as it doesn't interfere with what you're doing with AEW. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Hell, who, who, why do they care? So that yeah. gives them a huge leg up. See, and the only other person I can see him fighting is Finn. Mm, yeah. But Finn has to be solo. Yeah, true. Yeah. Okay. So before we get to the main topic of the night, uh, Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay. Ospreay. I'm about to say Ospreay. Ospreay for the uh, New Japan US uh, Championship. A++++. Now, I will say. A++++. When Kenny Omega has matches in Japan, it just it's like it's a different person than the person I see in AEW. He's home. It's a whole different person. If you watch the match against um um Will Ospreay, that was that was crazy. Like Dude. I see why Dave Meltzer was giving him six star matches. Don't, don't that shit was crazy. Don't get me wrong. I think now we know wrestling is scripted, right? But, Still real to me, damn it. But no, and what I say scripted, I mean that to an extent. We know bumps. We've seen it live. Mm-hmm. We know the bumps are real. We know the injuries are real. We know most of the hits are real, right? Something about New Japan, they don't have that much time to choreograph their sequences. And they're, they're stiffer. They're stiffer. Yeah. Like so, they actually hit you. So the chops that we see there, as opposed to US based wrestling, those shits are something different. So. The stuff that they do in New Japan is kind of like they have at it. You know what I'm saying? Which is why people, which is why people were so upset with how Shinsuke was booked in WWE. Because you look at his New Japan thing, it's a whole different person. Yeah. Well, you gotta think about it. Less restrictions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's what it's about. Less restrictions. So even AEW has its restrictions because it's like we don't want you to get hurt. We don't want to see. We don't want you to hurt nobody else. It's not even just that. You guys think about the networks that they're on. Yeah, and or the okay. type of opponent that. A lot of those restrictions come from the network. I mean, it's cable TV. They let I mean, a lot of things go. No, but it's different though. I mean, think about it. WWE was going through this stint where they couldn't show blood on TV. Like they were getting fined whenever a wrestler got busted open and he was showing blood. I mean, think about Vince McMahon was all pissed off. Remember when? Uh, Goldberg headbutted the locker room door and he came out to cut the promo and he had the blood coming from the forehead and everything like that. Like, Vince was all back there, all jacked up and pissed off and mad and everything like that. Because Damn of it. that. Yeah. So, <laughs> I think it's the. And then, who was it? Somebody said something about it. Mattel, the fucking toy company. Yeah. Put restrictions on some of the shit that WWE can do and can't do. You said uh, that's why Mandy Rose had to get cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of Mattel, like that's because she broke a contract. She broke a clause in the contract that they had with Mattel because Mattel was selling. Fuck Mattel. Mattel had yeah, a Mattel. high. They I, had a high sale rate on Mandy being in NXT. Yeah. That they had with her being the champion. They have certain restrictions on champions when they sell their merch, which is still bullshit. Sell the merch with blood on it. Push your blood and let them bleed. First of all, they WWE, I don't care what you say. To you gotta give, be 10 years older to play to that toy. To give a fucking toy company that, that much, much power. power it's is, this. It's is, the power no, of the money. I know what it is. That's yeah. all it was about. Because Mattel does everything for WWE. So, I just bit my tongue because I was about to say. 
But I don't give a fuck. Like, you're, you're not putting... the. Uh, at the end of the day, the reason why Mattel is successful is because of what WWE is doing in the ring to make them successful. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And if the show shit, you ain't going to sell shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so um, oh, I was about to say, um, so what do we think Kenny's going to do with this U.S. championship before we get to our main topic? Nothing. Show up on AEW with it and flaunt it. Do a couple of matches in New Japan and then end up dropping it. He's probably gonna hold two titles. I don't want to see here. I don't want to see that shit no more. I'm he's not gonna be a cleaner, but it's just, no, I'm just saying he's gonna be more in New Japan than we think. He's gonna defend it. At a lot. They have. A, they have. A, they have a lot of dates in the in America. In the also. Yeah, so. I think that's the reason why he won it. Honestly, is because I kind of feel like if you look at New Japan's schedule for the next few months. They have a lot of shows in the U.S. Yeah. coming up. And I think that Kenny holding that championship and doing this U.S. tour that they're doing, I think it boosts the revenue for them. So, Do you think that this puts Will Ospreay more in televised? Do you see him coming somewhere else? Because I recently saw a clip with Paul Heyman was like boosting this man up it was a few years ago but he was like saying how talented he was well we already got the feud for him if he does come to wwe yeah <laughs> seth freaking rollins yep. damn seth got beef with everybody he do. all right so let's get to our main event of the night our Okey main topic so, so we've been talking about this for a while Oh my bad, my bad. I'll let you let you do your thing because this thing. is the title of the podcast. Are you rolling with Sasha Banks or Mercedes Monet? Money, money. Are you rolling with the Blueprint or the CEO? Hey, listen. Are you banking on so Monet? Jay, are you banking on Monet? Oh, will you get bankrupt, bitch? That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. Hey, hey the, uh, the Monet. M-O-N-E, money, shit's fire. It okay? is. I'm rolling with it. Yeah. Right? One, the hair. Yeah. <laughs> shit's fire. Okay? <laughs> Two, the she just seems different. Yeah. Like, showing up on New Japan the way that she did, the little promo that she cut, everything, just that small little glimpse that we got of her, it feels completely different mm-hmm. and, and trey was the one that said it she seems happy yeah right and we, st- we still got the rumor that she might be signing with AEW. most likely she is mm-hmm. because it just seems like everybody like i said on the indie circuit and there's doing new japan and stuff like that who want their freedom that wind up in AEW where they can kind of do both mm-hmm. so and she's always wanted to be in new japan yeah she's always wanted to go there yep um, she couldn't do it because she was with WWE, but she always to, wanted to do it. Shout out to Bailey and Naomi for supporting that girl. Yeah. If anybody knows anything about uh, Mercedes Verado, I'm going to stop calling her Sasha Banks. I feel like it's disrespectful at this point. Yeah, <laughs> I feel you. Anybody that knows Mercedes knows that she is big fan of the Japanese culture. Yep. Yeah. So this is a perfect fit for her. Okay. This so, is definitely perfect So let me ask, right? So with her filing for trademark for Sasha Banks, do you think she just wants that name? Because Mercedes Monet's just I think she might want it just so they don't just so they can't use it to make money. No, I think that she's taking Sasha Banks and she's gonna hold it. If she gets it, she's gonna hold it in her back pocket. Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel like right now she's gonna rock with Mercedes. Mm-hmm. Right. But at she the just... end of the day, if she owns Sasha Banks, 
Come on. Yeah. Sasha Banks on AEW? Mm-hmm. Man. I mean, I mean, Sasha, she just, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, Mercedes, it just, it just gives sex appeal. That name. Yeah, but Sasha has sex appeal, it too. It does, because it's, it's, when you think of Sasha, you think of Sasha Fierce, Beyonce type level. I, I you know what, what I'm saying? saying? I get what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. Get comfortable, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm <laughs> y'all stupid. Can't do nothing with y'all foods, man. <laughs> but okay, besides the botch, right? <laughs> Which it wasn't her fault. It was definitely Kyrie. Kyrie was tired. She she had limp legs. So that was the report. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been if you watch the clip. It don't look as practice, bad until Kyrie just popped up. After she hit that DDT, whatever yeah. the hell she's supposed to and hit if on you her. Look, if you look at how she practiced it and how the move was supposed to go, like, the move is fire. No, the move is fire. I mean, yeah. It's something that we haven't seen. Yeah. I mean, technically, she was supposed to land, like, not all the way straight up. On she was supposed to, li- yeah, like, kind yeah, of, yeah. Bit over. Yeah. So. so, I mean, it's like a, what is it, like a... a a twist into a DDT type move. Yeah. I, I'm fucking with it if she can hit it. If, you know, both play, players can play the role and hit it right. But Yeah. If she can hit it right, it's, it's a it's a knockout shot. Yeah. And I think it's going to be called the money shot. That'd be dope. Because, you know, she's still... So, she's the CEO now. She's not the boss anymore. Yeah. She says that she's going to make people bankrupt. Yeah, she's the CEO of the women's division. She still calls herself the standard and the blueprint. Mm. So, I'm just gonna miss the uh, what was her move again? The uh, bank, bank statement, statement. yeah. I'll, I'll she go. might still, she could still do it, I know. Because Chris Jericho and all them, and, uh, Moxley, they all still they do they say they just call something fin- different. That was her finisher, man. They, they just call some, she just call something different. That's pro- probably one of the reasons on why she's trying to she can call it bankruptcy. Why she's trying to <laughs> trademark her name. The trademark with your name comes with the trademark with your moves, true, and a moveset. So so all right so on um aew um last night uh everybody kept wondering the speculation before wrestle kingdom was soraya has a mystery tag team partner to go against jamie Hayter and Britt baker last night she was doing an interview she was sitting in between tony storm and cheetah and when renee asked her who's your partner she was like i'm sitting next to the best uh, women's wrestler in the world and she turns to tony storm and says will you be my tag team partner Two things. Sheeta looked pissed and caught off guard by that. And second, do we believe that Sheeta will play a role in possibly Tony Storm getting knocked out of the match and then a new person coming in? And who do we think that new person will be? Possibly. Uh, I'm not 100%. I'm not even 50% putting, putting it on that Sasha will be or I'm sorry Mercedes will be her uh, partner because I think her picking Tony is a swerve I'm sorry <laughs> I kind of think that if, if anything man I, I just see Mercedes fighting Jade that's all I want to see I don't know I, it's too early to call it it's too early to call it mm-hmm. I, I don't I mean ain't no telling I, I'm I'm kind of lost on this one because we 
we try to predict time frames on when people show up to certain things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, oh, I don't mean to cut you off. I and I feel like this. You'll kind of agree with this. What we got from Soraya and her debut. If you bring Mercedes in to tag with her, you just completely took the spotlight off of Soraya. That yes, and I kind of oh, feel yeah. like, bro. I, you will take the spotlight off Soraya. Yeah, but here's She's my, only had one match. Here's my thing about it, okay? I don't think that Mercedes is going to come into AEW and tag with anybody. Mm-mm. I think that whenever she, if she does come to AEW and whenever she finally does come to AEW, she is going to be a solo competitor. I don't see them teaming her up with anybody if, right away. If, okay, but... And I'm gonna just bring up the past before we get ready to end this. If you know something about uh, Mercedes, what she did in WWE, she will come out and tag. But she will backstab you, and she will turn around and backstab you. Yeah. So if anything, if she did be a surprise um, partner for Soraya, then she's gonna backstab her. And I then see, they have a match. I see her more coming in and taking over after she beats Jade, taking taking the baddies from her. Yeah. And then them rolling with her. Mm-hmm. I, I see that more Ooh, than... Especially with her. Mm, excuse me. Because you know Jade's been beefing with them anyway. Yeah, especially, especially Red Velvet. Velvet. Yeah. And then, so now, she's the CEO? I, I see that being more... What do CEOs more, have? Companies. What do companies have? Employees. <laughs> Assets. Assets. Emphasis on ass. Yes. I'm the CEO, and these are the blueprints. Ooh. Hey, 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 hey. If David Ruffin had the temptations, <laughs> Mercedes can have dog on the blueprints. And guess what? This is Over the Ropes Wrestling Podcast. You have been listening to the OTR Trio, your boy JD, a.k.a. Mr. Mike Drop. Your boy Jay, aka Mr. Rent. And it's your boy Trey, aka Treyway. Let's go. And we out. Peace. Let's go. <laughs>